Hey leaders, it's season five of Leadership is Female. In this season, Emily and Paige are going to be coming to you each Tuesday to discuss another hot topic to help you level up in the workplace and in life. There's enough room at the table for all of us, so we are extending a hand back to lead you forward because leadership is female. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of Leadership is Female with Emily and Paige. And today... We are talking about passion and how passion is developed. And I think this is a really interesting topic when we live in this world that is telling us to love what we do every single day. If you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. When I honestly do not believe that is possible. Work is called work for a reason. You can love your job and not love every single minute of your job. What do you think, Paige? Ah, preach it. Well, it's also like, why put all of your eggs in one basket? Like some, not one thing should fill everything, you know? That's why you have different groups of friends. That's why you have different relationships with different family members. Like you got to spread it out a little bit. So I, I know that this quote came from Allison Barber, who was on season four of Leadership is Female. And I just remember the moment she said that I was like, wow, that like just really hit me in the gut. Um, So I'm really excited that we're going to dive into this a little bit more today. Yeah, for sure. And we also had Christine talk about passion when she, she is a a creative at Spartan, Mm -hmm. she's had a media and she said that there have been such ebbs and flows in the different projects that she works on. And sometimes she's springing out of bed in the morning because she's so excited to finish a project and others. She's simply not excited about it at all. Mm -hmm. And she had this moment, she talks about it in the podcast where she was, she thought like, Oh, is there something wrong with me? Like, this is the great, this is such a great job. Like I'm really excited about what I get to do, but like this project sucks, you know, like I'm not happy about it. And a mentor of hers said, that's fantastic. And she was really taken aback. Like, what do you mean? That's fantastic. Like I have to show up every day and do this work that I'm like not excited about. And this person said, well, what if that is sort of the universe way of saying like, maybe your passion And your excitement is not going to be filled within this project right now, but maybe it can be filled somewhere else in your life. So maybe Mm -hmm. this is a chance to get that excitement or fulfillment from your family or from a hobby that you have. And you can focus on that aspect while you are still completing the work in, you know, your day to day. Light bulb moment. Oh, that was such a good part of Christine's episode. And, and it's, I mean, it's true. I don't think, I think sometimes it takes a minute to reflect on that time period of, oh, that's why something didn't work out. And I was able to do something else. Like, you know, there is that, that lag in between for you to maybe realize that moment, but if we're going to be full humans, then it's okay. If something doesn't, if you're not excited to work on something each day, Maybe that allows you to do an extra run that you've been putting off, to do a craft that you've always wanted to get done, to finish building a piece of furniture, whatever it is. Um, As someone who's going through a pretty big life thing right now and realizing that energy needs to be set that way, um, 
I like this episode could not be in a better spot for me. So let's talk about a few ways that you can combat feeling uninspired at work. Katrina Polanka works for the Spurs had talked about, it's funny to call it a concept, but really it stuck with me the way that she phrased it. The 360 human, like we're not this one dimensional person who moves from work to home. We are, you know, 3d we're, we're in real life. Mm-hmm. So maybe there is a new challenge that you could take on that could reinvigorate your passion or inspiration for life period, or, um, you know, trickle over into, into the workplace. Yeah. And, um, it's funny what does spark the inspiration sometimes, but I, I really love the 360 approach from Katrina. Um, I know she's someone who I, I connected her to the podcast with you. And when her and I caught up before I did that, she was, you know, she talked about, she was like, you know, during the pandemic, when people were losing their jobs, she's like, if I had lost my job, I wouldn't know who I was because I was so consumed in that. And she was like, that was the moment that it was really eye opening. And she was like, I know that I'm more than my job, but I couldn't put that to paper. So I would say, look at those lag times where you're not passionate at work and, you know, really build out what does this even mean to me? Why am I not passionate? Am I not doing enough creative work if I'm not doing a lot of metrics? Like, what does this look like? Because sometimes jotting that down and even just putting it to pen to paper can kind of like spark that inspiration again for you. Shout out to Katrina, who was really talented at making flower arrangements. It was her big creative flex that she did outside of her like boss job. It was crazy. And also, you know, to kind of go back to Christine, she talked about, is there a way to give that energy and that brain power elsewhere in your life? Mm -hmm. So maybe what's getting you out of bed in the morning, you know, you're going to do your job with excellence during the day, but you're like really excited for the evening to spend time with your toddler or to, PR a run or PR a lift. She had um, some great lifting videos on her Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it's cool to see these, these women who are, you know, really going after it in the workplace, like the 360 side, like what else are they doing? What else are they passionate about? And also inspiring that you don't have to spend all your non-working hours thinking about working or thinking about how to get better at your job. Yeah. And think about ways to to document that, right? Like you talked about Katrina posting the Instagram videos of her incredible flower arrangements or Christine's lifting. Sometimes it's kind of that accountability partner in a way, right? Like I think I talked about during the goal setting episode, I really want to learn how to correctly cook different types of meats in different ways. Um, I kid you not, one of the best performing Instagram stories I've ever had was grilling onions. And now I'm like, so inspired to like perfect that because people loved it so much. And like, like cooking has now become this like extra passion for me. And it's, it's not so much I like have to cook dinner at night. It's like this me time where I get to cook. I get to share that time with my partner. Um, Those little moments can also spark inspiration. Yeah. Well, and I was also thinking about this topic when I was brainstorming some notes for this conversation about passion and how it's something that is developed, right? Like over time, 
the more time you're working on a job or for an organization, the more ingrained in the success of that business, your success in that position, the more that grows, like the more your Mm -hmm. passion grows about that job. So I think this could also be applied to sometimes when you, when you get a role, it might not be perfect and you have to find ways to stay inspired, to show up every day, because you do believe that you want to work for that company, or you do believe that there's a path to a future with that organization, like stay true to that and understand that your passion for the role could be developed over time. And I think that's Mm -hmm. where this like extra support of your whole life really comes into play to fuel you to keep showing up day after day if what you're doing isn't exactly perfect for you right now. And this brought me to the idea that things happen for you, not to you. And having that mindset is different. Like this happened to me feels very different than this happened for me. And sometimes Mm -hmm. the happen for you isn't the outcome that you want. Maybe you didn't get the new job. Maybe you had a reassignment of duties. Um, Maybe a new opportunity was presented. Like that's in the positive column. Like, oh, I hadn't thought about that, but maybe that's something that I could pursue. All of those things are happening for you because if the bad news didn't come, you didn't get to the good news in the future. So Mm -hmm. thinking about that mindset around your passion developing is it might take a little bit of time, but if you think about each of those footsteps is for you, then you know that you're like headed in the right direction and it's all going to work out in the end. Yeah. It's embracing the challenge almost because I I exhibit a here is I never wanted to do a position in partnerships. Like that was the dark side. That was the department that you just like, you got an email from partnerships and you're like, Oh, my whole day is gone. And during the pandemic, you know, my employer during that time said, we're, we're cutting events we want to keep you, but you're not doing events anymore. We're, we're transitioning you into this position if you want to stay with the company. And, you know, at first I didn't like it. I was really grumpy about it. And then as I really embraced it and learned, I was like, oh, wait, this is actually really cool. I do like being client facing that. You know what? I, I can be in a revenue generating role. I can push myself to these limits. Um. So I, I will definitely say don't shy away from the, the challenge of it. Or if you have a difficult client, you know, like, why are they being difficult? Because sometimes like eight out of 10 times, it's, it's they're really not being difficult. They're vo- voicing something that maybe your company hasn't wanted to hear, hear in a little bit. Um, so kind of, you know, embracing those uh, moments. And I, I love the reframing of the for you, not to you. Yeah. I mean, your example right there of when the events shut down and you had a reassignment, that could have been like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe this happened to me. Mm-hmm. How could this happen to me? My expertise is in this area. This new thing is terrible. What am I going to do? And you could have done this like horrible spiral, but looking mm-hmm. at it through happening for you, you know, what a great mm-hmm. opportunity to, to have this job who's reallocating its resources and employing you in this new direction. So that's, that's really the mindset that then you ended up developing a passion for Mm -hmm. 
that partnership, partnership services that led to the next roles in your career that you would not have thought of before would have been like the road you were traveling down. So you really developed a passion for that area and placing a very similar skill set that you used in event production on Mm -hmm. client services, Mm -hmm. because the same types of skills, that detail orientation, the communication pieces, the artistry of producing the partnership that was producing the partnership versus producing the event. Like it all unfolded for you, period. It all unfolded for you. Um, and, And the development of the passion happened over time. So it's just another example, like for us to think about, um, you know, that piece in our career where it might not feel perfect, but if it's happening for us, we can develop a passion around that skill set. And the last piece that I wanted to talk about in, in this episode was just a little bit about perspective, right? Like mm-hmm. when you were a kid, people asked, what do you want to do when you grow up? Could be a new, a myriad of different, different things, firefighter, you know, policewoman, writer, artist, you know, chances are like, if you did nail it, if you are doing the job that, that you wanted to do when you were a kid, your day-to-day is probably like not at all what you envisioned when you were a child, right? Mm -hmm. Like a kid envisioning they want to be a policeman does not include filling out paperwork, (laughs) right? Like being someone who is the CEO of a company, like probably when you were a child did not involve having like super uncomfortable conversations or late night board meetings or answering uh, emails till the crack of dawn, a hundred hour work weeks. Like that might've not been on the docket, but what the, the question is, is like, there's a lot of, of tasks and there's things that you have to do in your role that might not be perfect, but the overall passion for your work um, is there. So mm-hmm. even though there's things that feel like you have to do them versus get to do them, the, the overarching of your, your role and the day and the, I shouldn't even say the day to day, like the year to year is something that you are pleased with and, and passionate about. Yeah. Listen, as someone who desperately wanted to be Miss America and follows a lot of Miss America, the job isn't always what it seems going to be. So (laughs) I never knew that about you. Did you have pageants when you were a kid? No, my mother would not let me, but I like love pageants. And I also went to college in Arkansas, which is a huge pageant state. So I had friends who did it, but like hidden talent of mine is always being able to like predict at least like three of the top five and almost picking the, like the winner. So fun fact. I love that. That's so great. <laughs> I, depending on what year it was, if it was a summer or winter Olympics, my goal was either a figure skater or gymnast, never mm-hmm. taken a figure skating lesson in my life. I was in gymnastics. I am a I, uh, I was a, like a power tumbler, like the gracefulness dis, did not exist like in my world at all. But yeah, I mean, just, just thinking about even, even knowing this conversation has happened, that passion is developed. Mm-hmm. It, it's like a, it's a peace of mind. Okay. All right. my days are not going to be five-star, but if at the end of the year, it feels like a five-star year, like that's really where the measurement happens. And 
and the passion has developed and it's grown over time. And I think that's also a, a key factor in considering this is, are there growth opportunities within what you're doing? And not necessarily talking about financial growth or promotional growth, talking about growth as a person. Like you don't want to be the same person at the end of the year as you were at the beginning of the year. I hope you made some, some progress. So think about that. Passion is developed. There's all of us out there that are, are working each day and um, not every day is the best day and you're in good company. And we will, we'll celebrate you when it's a great day and we'll wrap our arm around you when it's, when it's not so great. So uh, consider this and hopefully it's a tool to help you move forward to tomorrow. We're here for you. So here's what we got to wrap up the last quote for this episode. Passion is energy. Feel the power that comes from focusing on what excites you by our good friend, Oprah. We can't have a season without a quote from Oprah. No, blasphemy. <laughs> At Leadership is Female, we are serious about supporting you in your career. That includes the tips to get you ahead inside your current organization or provide you with the next big opportunity in a new role. That's why we have partnered with Legacy Search, an executive recruiting firm specializing in mid to senior level executive searches across professional, collegiate, and minor league sports. Check out the openings listed at LegacySportsSearch.com or in our monthly Leadership is Female newsletter. Hint, if you have not signed up for the newsletter, head to leadershipisfemale.com. If you find a job listed at Legacy Sports Search that looks like it should be yours, email us at leadershipisfemale at gmail.com and we will introduce you directly to the opportunity. This is your career. Make the most of it. We are all busy professionals, right? That's why I'm always looking for the best products that are both convenient and make life easier. Mobot water bottles are one of these products. Mobot is a beautifully designed water bottle and foam roller in one. This company is female founded and led, which is huge for us at Leadership is Female and supports our core philosophy to elevate women. I use the water bottle at the gym, staying hydrated in boot camp, and then flipping the bottle on its side at the end of camp to quickly foam roll my legs. It helps so much with recovery and it feels good. Get yours at mobot.com and use the code leadership is female to get 15% off. Support Lanny, the female founder of this product, and support yourself. This is a must-have wellness product. Visit mobot.com and use the code LEADERSHIPISFEMALE to get 15% off today. You have heard so many of the professionals on this podcast talk about the importance that a mentor has made in their career. I have had so many listeners reach out to me to ask me about mentorship. The problem is mentors don't grow on trees. I'm working with my company, The Assist Group, to, well, provide the assist. We're going to form a mentorship cohort so that we can make sure you find the mentor you need to help your career grow. Make sure you're on the list to get all the details when they drop later this year. Visit theassistgroupwins.com to join the waitlist. This podcast was recorded and edited by Emily Jansen, public relations by Paige Hegedus, and distributed by Anchor FM.